Good day, good afternoon, good whenever it is you are listening to this. Thank you very much for listening to this. You are checking out yet another Woken Bake slash streaming service and chill. And today I am joined by Dan from Zoobox and Scotty from the Scotty Universe. All right, folks, really quick breakdown of this film. It is a zombie movie about a train to Busan, South Korea. All right, not going to get into any of the spoilers in that good movie in my honest opinion but the point of this review is to try and convince Dan from the zoo box to either watch the movie or not watch the movie I think I made a pretty good case for the man to watch the movie however that being said I do have a really quick announcement as of the recording of this which is the 5th of May Cinco de Mayo it is the 28th anniversary of Gangstar's Daily Operation, an album that is available across streaming platforms and one that I think is definitely worth your time. And apparently it's also the 28th anniversary of the release of House of Pain's Jump Around. So that's pretty cool too. You might want to crank that up in your car and just kind of ride it out. Get past the horns and just kind of ride out the rest of the melodies and just absorb it. Take it in, have some fun. All right, folks, without any further ado, Ladies and gentlemen, Streaming Service and Chill. Oh, by the way, if you have any interest in participating in Streaming Service and Chill, very, very easy way to do that. Just go to Streaming Service and Chill on Instagram and and let us know what your thoughts are. Let us know what movies you would like us to review. All right? We'll get on and we'll go from there. All right, ladies and gents, without any further ado, a little bit of Streaming Service and Chill for your entertainment. Like Will Smith and his kid, except there are three of us, and we're way more poor. I think it's funny that we're doing a uh, Korean movie on Cinco de Mayo. It is the fifth. We should have done Once Upon a Time in Mexico. Oh, yes. I was going to call you. Classic. And eat some pork sandwiches. Do it right now. Um, I love, I haven't seen that movie in years. Yeah, it wouldn't be fair. It would not be fair to do it right now. So I want to get up some, some quick train to Busan facts because that, that is the film we're doing today. So I want to try and get the um, kind of the Wikipedia breakdown. Um, you guys, uh, we're good? Ready to get going? All right. I'm ready, dude. So Train to Busan is a 2016 South Korean action horror film directed by Yon Sang-ho and starring Gan Yu, Young Yu Mai, and Ma Dong Seok. Okay, probably butchering all of those names, not intentional. Uh, and this is coming from the Wikipedia. The film mostly takes place on a train to Busan, which appropriately enough is the title of the movie. Uh, it's as when, when the zombie apocalypse suddenly breaks out. All right, that's all we're going for from Wikipedia. Gentlemen, you did not, you down at the bottom, Daniel, you did not get a chance to watch this movie. All right. And so I, Scott, I did that. That's what that was the plan, right? I did. That fuck was that the up. plan. You did not. Okay. Fuck that up. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, did I fuck it up again? I'm sh- OK. All right. So off the top from me, I enjoyed the film. I thought it was a great film. It was I've seen a lot of zombie movies, but I have not seen this one. Um, it was. It was different and it was good. And there were characters that are relatable. Uh, Regardless of where you're from in the world, if you if you if you got on subtitles, there is somebody in this film for everyone. There's the hero, there is the redemption, there is 
uh, the, there is the child and as, as fathers, I mean, I think it's something we can all kind of relate to is trying to save our kids and save our families and, and what we're willing to sacrifice and, and learning along the way. All right, Scott, you're, give me your thoughts, man. Well, I'll say it. No, I'm not going to save my family. They're on their own. Oh, okay. <laughs> fair enough. But so yeah, you're I the mean, asshole in this, this situation. Yes, I am. But he's, okay. he's, he's the, what the film's about really. Yeah. <laughs> So, I mean, we're, we're guys, and we grew up in the, a great zombie period, you know, Dawn of the Dead, 28 Days Later, Shaun of the Dead. We had great zombie movies in our quote-unquote youth. Um, I, I'm with Bill. It's a, yeah. <laughs> I heard you about I'm, I'm with Bill. It's, it is, it's a zombie movie, which I've never really seen in a zombie movie. That made me go, ah, this is terrible, because they're zombie movies, and we all love them. Uh, the good storyline. I, I was able to watch it, and I, I felt suspense at two or three points in the movie where I was kind of, you know, edge of the seat, and I forgot to breathe a little bit. But at the end of the day, uh, I, I found some some pretty big, pretty big takeaways that kind of made the movie not as good as it could have been. And we can dive into that in a minute. Um, I'll say this out the gate: I would say, Dan, watch it. But be ready for some disappointment in the movie, is my opinion. Okay, so spoiler alert. What was disappointing to you? So I did not. There's, there's multiple things here and there. Uh, the zombies, A, they're fast-moving zombies. Cool, got it. But you see different scenes of the movie where the zombies will do one thing in a hallway, so to speak, and they're tumbling over each other, getting, you know, moving really quick and using the massive bodies to get after the heroes. But then later in the movie, when they're in almost the exact same predicament, that is not happening. And you know, because the movie is going the way it is, there's not less zombies there. It's still the same amount. But because of action sequences and whatnot, they couldn't do the same thing over and over again. So the zombies did not have the same push across the board that I thought they should have had. Does that make sense? I, I think I, I understand what you're uh, what you're you're talking about when you're talking about like tearing through like glass walls, but not yeah. being able and to do it on the yeah. plane or on the train. Um, exactly. Yeah, th those those sorts of things. I get that. <laughs> I I understand that. Mm -hmm. um, I did like that these zombies weren't smart. Yes, like, zombies I, that yeah. didn't know how to open doors. Yep. Awesome, because you're fucking brain dead, uh, and and you're you're going off of an instinct to just eat shit and turn people into your shit. Um, yeah. I do like I, I did like some of those those things that I haven't seen. Like zombies can't open door. I've never seen a zombie with a door shut and it works. Like they just kind of go through the walls. Um, mm -hmm. You know. But if if that were the case, Walking Dead would have been figured out a long time ago. Just lock the doors. <laughs> Just, just lock the you doors. Don't, you don't give a yeah. fuck. Problem solved. Problem solved. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's easier. It's easier to control to control the zombies that way than with like coronavirus. Um, you know, yeah. you don't need a mask. You just need to turn the lights off. Um, coronavirus. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah. Sorry. What do you, what do you got there? Is that Jameson and coffee? Yes, sir. Always black coffee, Folgers, and Jameson. <laughs> You are a classy son of a bitch. <laughs> you know, dude, I just try to live up to the expectation of my family, which is very low. So, 
Well, no, yeah. I'm just trying to live up to that expectation. Uh, Irish, you know. Clear, I was going to say that was the that was the next thing. It was like clearly you're Irish, uh. dude. I mean, I got Bushmills too. So Bushmills is more of my night my night drink. Jameson's more of the morning, you know. Mm-hmm. So, Indica sativa, I get it. Yeah, you know. <laughs> just keep that depression rolling. <laughs> just roll it. Um, I, I I'm actually coffee and beer or coffee and whiskey. Yeah, right? coffee and whiskey. You know, upper and downer. I was. I've seen this movie. Uh, it's available on Netflix, right? Uh, as I have seen it on there, I'm pretty sure. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, I've heard about this movie and I've never really heard anything too negative about this film. It's something that's always been on my list and somewhere in that list. You know, you just have that list of movies. I'll watch it someday. Um, but I'm very interested. I think you guys both are basically telling me to watch it at this point. Yeah. That I would probably enjoy it. Um, and it's... <laughs> There's actually a cool psychological uh, study. It's a little a psychological study was done about 10 years ago. And what they found was that peak popularity of zombie movies always happened during wartime. Huh? Isn't that interesting? It's like, and I was just standing there. I was like, okay, well, why is that? And the study basically gets down to... Um, it's during wartime, zombies are the most popular. And during peacetime, vampires are the most popular. So I always thought that was just an interesting thing. All right. Well, let me throw this out there. Speaking of vampires, <laughs> Stephanie Meyer, the lady behind uh, Twilight, has her new book coming. So maybe we are heading into uh, a time of peace and Stephanie Meyer is guiding us there. Um, there we go. <laughs> how? Uh, let me, my, my argument to that, though, is that at least in the States, right? Globally, we've been at war for almost like 20 years. Uh, And, you know, and, and maybe that's why we haven't had any good vampire movies. Maybe that's why, well, I'm trying to think of the last vampire movie I was excited to see. (laughs) Interview with a vampire. Again, that's going back to like 94, 95, 96, a whole long time ago. Hey, there is a vampire movie, South Korean film directed by Chan Woo Park uh, is called Thirst. And it's about a priest who uh, has a debilitating disease and he gets it on purpose. And uh, long story short, he has to drink blood to survive. Super interesting. Well, it's way better than fucking little boys. Yeah, right? I mean, you got to do what you got to do, but (laughs) no, we we made it happen. I'd rather a a vampire (laughs) priest. I'll be totally honest with you. That Um, is an interesting vampire movie. In that in that that realm, I would say, if you haven't seen it, well, I, there are a lot of different ways that you can go into to this as a conspiracy priest drinking the blood of the youth, uh, adrenochrome, uh, oh, you yeah. know, uh, uh, blood of my blood. There's so, I mean, here's a question though: Why is it that that the the best the best movies right now, um, the most watchable at least, are coming out of South Korea? They're, maybe it's because they're different to us. Maybe it's because uh, it's a world that, that we're not used to seeing. But um, whether it's Parasite or Parasite was good. I um, Parasite. Trained Busan. I want to see the virus now. Like I, I'm, I'm interested in watching more Korean films. I, I've always I've been a big fan of Korean films probably since 2010 2012 when I started watching them. Uh, they. Because South Korea was putting out some really crazy shit, like some really wild stuff for a long time. 
But then they they had some fantastic. Tron Wu Park is a fantastic director. I mean, he really is. He's done the Vengeance trilogy, and he did Thirst, and he's done. He actually came to America and made a movie, but I think it's their their culture there is a little bit more. They're used to seeing kind of more wild stuff, so they're not yeah. afraid to push the envelope a little bit. And people Brains are used to zombies. Okay. Yeah, yeah but so I'm just saying, like, they're willing to push. Like, Parasite is a really good example of how like they're it. willing to expose uh, the intimacies and the the intricacies of relationships and uh, the differences in social uh, classes and and how how both sides can be evil in their own way. And it's just an interesting concept that I think in an American theaters, we want to see more of the Hobbs and Shaw Marvel, you know, give Mm -hmm. us that quick, good old in and out kind of lack of feeling. So, but Hobbs and Shaw was, was meant for a global audience. Like that film was was written produced and shit out with um, trying to make as, as many people smile as possible. When you have a film uh, that's shot in South Korea and it stars South Koreans and it's a it's a South Korean language movie. It's made for you. It's made for it's made for your fans. It's not made necessarily for like a dude in Alaska or a dude in Frankfurt, Germany, or some cat <laughs> in London. It is made for yeah. your folks. A film starring your the Rock and fans. Jason. Yeah, yeah. Your your films yeah. with uh, starring Jason Statham are made for everybody. Yeah. No, that so, that's fair. But would you say? And this is a quick, I guess, like opinion for you guys. Are you guys the subtitle people or do you guys like overdub? English overdub. I'm a subtitle guy. I I'm subtitle because I'm deaf. Here's my hearing aid. So I have subtitles on American shows. So it doesn't change anything for me. Oh, well, fair yeah. enough. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm good at either way. I, I, can dig, uh, I, I can dig subtitles or not. It depends really on on the show. Um, so for example, Skyline, which is a film um, that take or a show uh, that takes place in Frankfurt, Germany, because it's a series, it's, you know, like nine hours long. I'd rather watch that overdub because you're, they'll do a pretty good job of syncing it up. However, yeah. <laughs> I've also watched enough John Woo movies with dubs and subtitles to know that you're better off getting it with both. Like if you can get overdubbed and subtitles, you're going to read two completely different movies. Watch the killer. If you think I'm wrong, you know, like it's, you'll see one thing, but it'll, um, they'll say one thing, but it'll read something that's enough. It's different enough to have a different meaning. If that makes sense. Hmm. That's interesting. I've never done simultaneous. Yeah. That's interesting. Um, but it, I guess it depends on the movie. It also depends on the service. So like if you're watching it on say um, Netflix, it's probably going to be a little bit better mm. quality than like the DVD that I bought 20 years ago. True. That is true. What you got? I, so I have an idea for an experiment because you're talking about Netflix versus DVD. I wonder if doing VPCs might change the words because in some of the places I've been deployed, we have to use VPCs to get on Netflix, right? So we need to do some research. If I do a VPC that says I'm in Canada and I watch this movie, our subtitles are going to be different as to compared to America or if they think I'm in Britain. Do you Maybe think in that's French. Well, um, yeah. okay. So it depends on, on the language. So certain, um, yeah. certain shows on Netflix will have like five or six different languages that you can choose from. Mm-hmm. Um, so even there you, you have options. Um, but I'm talking about the country that they think that you're in. 
Well, I mean, I mean, just think about how much money that would cost to subtly change. I would, I don't think they, but that would be that. Way. I've, I've different noticed, languages, absolutely. But I've noticed when I was in a undisclosed location using VPCs, I noticed not so subtle differences in movies that I watched in America. I'm not going to get into it right now because it's sure. not the right form, but we can talk about this later. I've seen like a movie completely different from what it was in America. Well, well, sometimes you have uh, films that have uh, different edits. So a, a lot yes. of times when you have a major <laughs> film that is, is marketed with say China in mind, mm -hmm. you'll, um, and you've seen it, you, you've heard about it and you've seen it with Marvel where they have to change certain things to make it more for, uh, the, the Chinese viewership. My understanding is there had to be some some cuts and some writing edits into the new Top Gun uh, to appease uh, governments of of different countries. So you're saying that they, you know, somebody who doesn't speak English in China, you know, let's say Captain America is like, I don't like what you're saying. But then in Chinese subscripts, it could be saying, "All hail Chinese Emperor Wu." No, they actually go and reshoot scenes. They okay. They like actually do stuff specifically for China. The oh. Star Wars franchise had to take out. There's at the end of the, the most recent Star Wars film, there was a uh, lesbian couple kissing. They had to take okay. that out on their their okay. their pro their protesters their posters for uh, the Chinese people. They had to put John Boyega in the back and mm. lighten the color of his skin, the, the color of his skin, mm. because racism, I yeah, guess, in thing, China. Yeah. It, uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> See, I'm still relatively new to actually paying attention to movies and getting into the nitty gritty. So that's, I did not know that as a person. Now you do. So can we talk about John Boyega for a second? <laughs> All right. I'm not, I'm not going to knock him sure. as, a, as, as an actor, but when I see him in Star Wars, all I can think is be, it's, he's only there because we didn't know Israel Adesanya existed uh, in time to put him in that first <laughs> reboot. Ladies and gentlemen, if you are not familiar with Israel Adesanya, he is probably the most entertaining fighter in mixed martial arts. He's, uh, he's uh, originally from Nigeria, fighting out of uh, Auckland, New Zealand, and he is a bad, bad human being. Just watch his, watch his, YouTube. Watch his YouTube highlights. You'll thank me later. Um, but yeah. he, he should have... When you talk about DLC in movies, I would like to, I would like to pull John Boyega... <laughs> out of that and I would like to put Israel out of Sanya. But to be fair, maybe we throw John Boyega as the Star Wars dude in uh in, in some DLC for a video game. Why not? Or or uh, not? or or fight pass. Maybe you know what maybe we replace John Boyega or we replace Israel Adesanya and um Anderson Silva and you just have John Boyega versus John Boyega. Oh shit. I mean yeah. I'm down to see that. If yeah. they're gonna be a little I, would. I don't know what you just said, but it completely broke up on my end. Oh, okay. I would say I would totally be down to see that, like downloadable content that you could actually put people in and out of films. Or We've talked about this before, but I think that would be really awesome. Like put Daniel Day-Lewis as like Han Solo or something. Cause oh, I love yeah. oh, hell yeah. I mean, you could, you could put Daniel Day-Lewis as everybody, including Chewbacca. And, no, and, and and you have but you have him from different films you have him like last of the mohicans but then yeah. you also have daniel day lewis um you also have daniel day lewis from well uh shit um there will be there, blood there will be blood 
in the name of my father uh the boxer there's so many good yeah oh my left foot my left foot that's a classic just saying oh that'd be great that'd be great that wait was that daniel Uh, day lewis wait oh am i thinking what was my left well i'm going back to the boxer was that yeah was that the the mark Wahlberg as mickey ward movie no, but that, that that is a great film. Because uh, uh, I thought that was Christian Bale. Yeah, it was Christian Bale. Okay, yeah. That's the fighter. Yeah, the boxer is, uh, uh, you know, he's, he's from Ireland, so it's like an Irish movie. But I love Daniel Day-Lewis, so I go back. I just love it. I love him. I love him. Dude, have him from uh, Gangs of New York as, like, Darth oh, Vader. Yeah. Like, the dude from Gangs of New York is, like, Whoopsie-daisy. Because off his I love Daniel Day-Lewis. So let's 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 try another DLC idea. You replace Tiny Lister in Friday with Bill the Butcher. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> that's I'm the- actually related to Bill the Butcher. Yeah, all the way back, dude. That's at least that's what the family says. I don't know if that's true, man. I don't know, but that would be pretty sick if I was. I, you know, uh, families say lots of things. Uh, apparently, uh, Elizabeth Warren's great, great, great grandmother was a princess of some sort. Family say all kinds. She of stuff. was. Anyway, right? Oh, man, I totally lost what you just said in that last part. Yeah, I think we're having some we're having some connectivity issues, boys and girls. Hey, it's all right, guys. It's all right. I heard you. I heard Elizabeth Warren. Obviously, yeah, her family told her. That she was Native American forever. She was a princess, oh, apparently. I tell oh, my dude. kids they're I tell my kids they're white, so <laughs> I tell my kids I like them. Ooh, no, I'd I have do. never once no, said I that don't. to my children. No, I don't. Uh, yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> so I don't have time to tell my kids that I love them. <laughs> so Scotty, would you recommend train to Busan? Yes, but let me add my. If you are a zombie fan, be ready to like enjoy the movie for what it is. But as a zombie fan, you need to be ready to pick it apart from both the zombie aspect and the reaction of the humans who are still alive. Because there's several times on both ends where I'm like, zombies, I've already seen them doing this, and now they're not. And the humans, unless these people are not very smart human beings, they would not have done some of the things I saw in the movie. However, you and I have never been chased by zombies while we are trying to get back to our train. We don't, our frame of reference for this is a, is a bit limited. I'll give you that. And I know panic sets in, tunnel vision sets in, and people you know, under stress are going to do different things. But I would like to think there's a, I, off the top of my head, I can't think of anything, but there's a couple things in the movie both my wife and I looked at each other and we're like, this is, this is a no brainer. Why did you do that? You know, this is a no brainer. Why did that happen? So are you trying to use logic in a sense, you know, like you're like, Oh, that, yeah, it's, it's illogical. Yeah. There's a couple things where just a human, in my opinion, a human beings, natural fight or flight and natural reaction to certain things would not be the way they were in that movie. Sure. I don't think Vin Diesel dropping across, you know, 30 lanes of highway traffic into another car is believable either, but Hey, that, and, and well, here, Okay, so let me, let me digress. I want a movie, a zombie movie, that's... What's the most realistic zombie movie out there? I already what have it. That? I what is it. it? 28 Days Later. 
I think is one of the most <laughs> realistic, and that's my favorite zombie film, honestly. I I will give shout you out that. to Danny it's Boyle. Oh yeah, Danny Boyle, dude. I I think South Koreans were kind of in this movie more acting more dumb than a person in modern culture would against some type of outbreak. Dude, I wanna, have you met some people, dude? Come on. I, there's a lot of, there's, but these are Koreans. And in the movie, they're saying, go to school, otherwise you'll end up like this homeless guy. I, so they're educated people. I just, I want a zombie movie where people aren't running around like chickens with their heads cut off. And that happened a few times. And I get it. Panic happens. You had what? one. Condo. I want a zombie. You had you yeah. had one hero in in the film, right? You had one yes. character who was who was thinking clearly, who was mm-hmm. wrapping his head around the situation. <laughs> perhaps yes. that guy was prior military, perhaps he was law enforcement. But what we know about the people in this film is that aside from that guy who we don't have we have zero back information for. We don't know what the military background was. Yes. We don't know. We know one guy was like a financial analyst uh, and and I can tell you that in a fight in a battle yeah. with uh, zombies that don't get tired, the last fucking person I need with me is uh, is a financial analyst. Thank I mean, you. So, so people <laughs> people who have different experiences are going to react to um, to zombies running at them and the the limited information that you have in a bunch of different ways. Um, whether it's um, whether it's the guy that's uh, you know. Try, who's willing to risk uh, or kill other people for his own survival, or um, you have the, the dude who's willing to wrap up his arms and go toe-to-toe with some undead motherfuckers. Um, yeah, I'm both of those guys. So I will break your ankle, Bill. I, I, I like that there were a lot of things that I'd never seen in a zombie film. I ne- like, the, like the door, like being able to shut a door, but the fact yes. that they were able to go through the, the glass doors – in a building, but not go through glass doors on a train uh, was kind of, was, was kind of funky, mm, but, yeah. but why the fuck would you get out of the bathroom? If, you were, if you're <laughs> safe you. in a bathroom, why the fuck would you get out? Why the fuck would that's you, what I'm talking. you open that's a comp- window, you kind of, you, you clear yeah. your way out. Um, that's so that's the type of common sense I'm talking about. Um, I, really, I guess the movie wouldn't be that interesting if they just said, yeah. you, well, you're not that's, wrong. You're not wrong. But Bill, I'll give it to you. I really enjoyed the when they go into the tunnels, multiple tunnels, and the reactions that the zombies have to going into tunnels. I don't want to ruin too much for Dan. Well, watch so it. I guess my question, yeah, my yeah, question is: Would you say that the direction is good? Like whether yes. or not all the logical it's, bullshit. Yeah. Like is it like it's, filmed well? Cinematography, yes. oh, acting. Yeah. Yes. The okay. little girl in that movie, the little girl is probably one of the best child actors I've ever seen in my life. There we go. I will say that. Phenomenal. My, me, Tiffany, both. We were like, wow, this little Korean girl, I want to adopt her. <laughs> she's, just, she's just tearing at the heartstrings. Um, yes. Yeah, she, she, was, she was great in the film. Uh, I mm-hmm. zero, couldn't tell you what her name is. I'm just going to call her badass in the movie. Um, yeah. Hell yeah. But with that being said, you know, like there were a lot of angles that I had never seen and there were cuts that I, yeah. like shots that I've never seen when yep, they're, um, when they're traversing and, and spoiler alert, like they're, they're climbing uh, kind of on top of the luggage racks mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. the dark through a tunnel. 
I've ne- just the way that that is shot. I've never seen that before. It's great. Um, it's genius. It's yeah. they, they do a really good job of 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 the cla- of, of adjusting to the claustrophobia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, but that's um, the beauty of if you if you are a good director, you got a good cinematographer, and that's where that suspense is really built. Even without dialogue, it's it's a lot of that is going to be put on you by just the claustrophobic feeling or the, just the way it's shot. So that really says a lot about their talent. That if you can just have a scene where there's really nothing going on, yeah. but you can feel it, you know, like you're there, that's really impressive. I, I'd be I'll really interested. That, Dan, yeah. I'd be really interested to see some of this director's other work primarily because I know that as an artist, when you're able to to just toil away in, um, in a space where nobody's bothering you, you can come up with some real cool stuff. They're isolated from, from what's going on in in Hollywood, what's going on in in other cinematic parts of the world. Mm -hmm. They're, they're isolated. They don't have to deal with the bullshit that you've got to deal with to try and make a movie in, in Hollywood. Um, You know, you're, I think you're less likely to run into a lot of the horror stories uh, that you saw in films like Out of Shadows in a place like South Korea, where you have what you have, you have the tools in front of you, and you got to get creative, and you got to try something new and something different. Otherwise, it gets stale, because other, I mean, otherwise, everyone's making the same shit. So then you mm-hmm. end up with films like Parasite. You end up with, like, with, uh, with films like Train to Busan. I'm excited for the sequel. I, yes. I read that there's a I sequel to Train it, to yep. Busan. I will watch the <laughs> shit out of that sequel. So this leaves you wanting more. You Absolutely. do want more. Okay. Absolutely. Knowing, yeah. knowing how that film <laughs> ends, okay? Knowing, yes. that, knowing what I know about the ending of this movie, I want to see how it gets to where it's going. Okay. No, I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, I will watch it. I'm excited to watch it. Um, and if it's... There's never a perfect movie, but I'm always that dude. Like I love zombies. I just love film. Period. I'm a big film guy, so I just there, love it. There is a perfect movie, and it's called Tropic Thunder. Okay, honestly, that is a that is an amazing film. It, it's, it just, it's the best so war great. movie ever. Anyways. So great. Yeah, well, probably one of the last times you're going to see blackface in Hollywood, but it was a good performance. I Anyways. think I think that uh, Tropic Thunder <laughs> is definitely one of the the better better directed better filmed uh movies war movie or otherwise like the, the yeah. actors acted their ass off doesn't matter if yeah. you're robert downey jr in blackface or you're uh jack black going through heroin withdrawals yeah um, and wasn't wasn't ben stiller direct that ben stiller yeah, directed it took it took ben stiller 10 years to write the script for tropic thunder okay. and when he when he approached tom cruise tom cruise was like yes but only if I can wear a fat suit and have a dance scene. And it was like, Ben, ben Stiller was like, oh my God, why did I never think of that? Yeah. <laughs> so. so I want that Netflix series. I want that Tom Cruise in a fat suit as an agent. Yeah. I, I want that entourage. Les Grossman. Okay? I want Les Grossman I miniseries. Want, I, want, I want Les Grossman in, in entourage. I want, that's what I want. Yes. I want DLC, yeah. all those seasons of... Uh, of entourage you get rid of jeremy piven no yep. disrespect the goods <laughs> is the shit but you throw in you throw in less and you go bananas mm-hmm. and and it's a Listen, whole different show i'll add somebody to the zoom meeting right now we can go down a tropic thunder rabbit hole for days if you really want that but we, i got we those boys on lineup <laughs> so we we do need to talk about is 
Um, um, what's the next thing we're going to watch? The way okay. ahead. I, I do have a suggestion. What do you got? <laughs> okay. Uh, I don't know if you guys are familiar with the film Dragged Across Concrete or no. the incident at Sparrow Creek. No. But it's actually a really cool uh, – well, first and foremost, Dragged Across, Con Dragged Across Concrete stars Vince Vaughn and Mel Gibson. And no. the reason why this is such a – so you know how we were talking about yeah. recently, Bill, you were saying, mm -hmm. well, South Korea has the ability to kind of be a little more free because they're not the Hollywood machine behind them, right? Well, there is there – is, this is more of a – what I would say a right-leaning – production company they kind of come at things from more from a i wouldn't say a conservative view but they're not afraid to say like horrific shit they're not afraid to go at it and both of them are really good films but dragged across concrete mel gibson vince vaughn two cops it's it's a fucking just it's a good movie looks like right it's on now, netflix yeah it was <laughs> at one point i don't know if it's, about, is it's still there you two you two watch it because right now i can tell you i have zero interest in this movie uh, so, dude, it's so just, good. And I trust your opinion as a human being and as a friend, but I want if we're going to do this one, you two need to watch it and try to sway me one way or the other. Okay. I'm willing to watch it again. I'm okay. definitely willing to watch it. It's on Netflix right now, uh, as well as uh, as well as other – well, is it? Shit. You know, it's coming up dark. I'm not – maybe it's not on Netflix at the moment. Um, you can't say dark. That's too racist. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's looking like it's not on Netflix and, at the moment. And, you know, I was, I was thinking about this earlier, you know, we're talking about the way ahead, what movies to watch. Uh, I want to hear from the fans. Bill, I mean, this is your, your show. I don't know how many people are actually listening to us, be idiots or not, but have them start giving us ideas. And Agreed. If somebody, yeah. 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 We've talked about doing a watch party, which until the end of June, a watch party is going to be a little hard for me to be a part of. Um. But after about June 20th, I'll have a lot of free time in the evenings. Drag Across <laughs> Concrete is on Hulu. Okay. But I want to know, what do the fans want us to talk about? Um, the fans want to join us. We throw that out there every now and then. I got a couple different people that I'm reaching out to. If you want to do Tropic Thunder, I got two guys who would be great. If you want to do Wolf of Wall Street, I got a guy who's great. But it, it needs we, to... It, it's one of those things that like it, it has to be on a streaming service and you yes. said that this is on prime or on hulu yes, um, that's what it said yeah, i don't yeah. i don't have hulu but i can i can make this happen so mm -hmm. uh scotty is scotty's bought the bullet uh so that we could do movies in the past i'll i'll rent this yeah. on on prime um yeah but i read the one that you sent us bill uh the, which one the alien majestic whatever it is above majestic Yes, majestic. I'm now, gonna rent that one. It's it's definitely one worth renting. Now there is a sequel <laughs> to Above Majestic. Okay. So so be prepared for that because once you start down this rabbit hole, because there's a lot of information <laughs> that they go over <laughs> in Above Majestic that you have to you kind of have to be willing to invest another two or three hours to to kind of get more of the information. 
and then I make will for you. Yeah. And then you make your decision about whether you you think the people presenting the information are credible because that's that's the other key. Now I like to imagine when I watch movies uh, and documentaries about the paranormal that no one is full of shit, um, and that everyone is above board and nobody is making it up as they go along, because I I'd, I'd much rather. 100%. I would much rather live in a world where um, where we went to war with Iraq to get the, the Stargate back. All right. That's, I would much rather that we go to war for, uh, for the sanctity of human life uh, in, in a battle with the lizard people or, or some shit like that. It's way more, it's way cooler if we're, we're trying to get uh, get to another part of the universe by splitting space in half, then we're fighting yeah. for oil. Fuck that. Fuck that. Fuck I that. don't fuck that. We're, we're going for the Stargate and nothing else. I love it. I, I wish Stargate was real. One of my favorite movies as a kid. Shush. Shush. That's a, this is a real, this is a real theory. This is a thing that lots of people believe. I'm done. They, they, no, okay. you can't. Okay. No, go ahead. Go yeah. ahead. Go Lots ahead. of people believe crazy shit, and and I am not someone who can say, "Nah, that's that's too crazy for me." Um, especially, especially if we're we're all taught, uh, if we grew up in any kind of religious family, to believe in in the paranormal. Um, if you if you believe in in angels and you or or anything like that, then you have to be willing to at least listen to someone else's beliefs how as as different as they might be from your own um and and if you really believe that that uh that there there's god and there's angels and there's all of this other stuff then you have to be at least open in your heart and open in your mind enough to listen to whatever someone else has to say that's not crazy bullshit to them and i'm with you bill i will listen to everything i watched this weird Sasquatch entered and I'm, whatever that thing is, I watched it. And like I said, I want to believe. I want to believe in all this. Who watched it? You, yeah. Thank you. That was, was a terrible movie. All right. He's Thank had you. a thousand milligrams today. Uh, I have had, I've had none. I'm drinking, right. I'm drinking kombucha. But that what you're saying just made me think of, it's an old Val Kilmer, Val Kilmer movie where they go to Mars. And one of the scientists, she's asking this old guy, like, as he's dying, she's like, you know, why, why don't you believe in God? And he's like, well, I haven't seen proof yet. He said, maybe one day I will pick up a rock, turn it over, and it says made by God. So I, I can listen to this, and I will try to accept it, and I will – that's what you believe, cool. But until I see it, until Sasquatch walks in my room and hands me a Coors Light, I'm not going to believe in Sasquatch. Well, Until Sasquatch wouldn't drink Coors Light. Cor- Sasquatch, we're talking about Sasquatch. Sasqu- Sasquatch is from the Pacific Northwest. He's drinking Rainier. IPAs. Okay. Uh, he's, IPAs. No, he, he's, a, he's, he's, a, he's a douche with beer. Like, he's no, very. They, it's, it they've only seen comes Sasquatch in Alabama. They have seen Sasquatch it's, it's, in Alabama. It's different. He's, he's drinking PBR. <laughs> you're, talking, you're talking about different Squatches. So, like, <laughs> So we're talking about bipedal hominids, right? So what what is um, what is considered a, a, a what is considered a squatch in in uh, in Oregon or or Washington is going to be different than we have like we have the hairy man up here. It's different than what mm-hmm. they've got um, 
in, uh, in Massachusetts or yeah. they've got in, in other parts of, of the world. The Yeti is, the Yeti is going to look a little bit different from, uh, from the, the Bigfoot type animal that you've got in. I watch, uh, I watch the same documentary. Got it. They're all like some subspecies of alien that go to different places and that's why they look slightly different, but they don't come to the South. It's just some guy who hasn't been shaved in three weeks by his wife going out for PBR and that's Bill on his way through the woods. <laughs> hey guys <laughs> no anyways i'm a big shape-shifting sasquatch just i mean that's but isn't that i guess the whole thing is i mean i think bill that's a really fair statement as far as going and saying if you can believe in god god yeah right i think that's fair there's no proof you got no proof yeah, yeah. you just got your yeah, feelings yeah. yes right um that kind of really comes down to anything, but it has to be supported by something, right? Yeah, I have the U.S. Constitution, and it's supported by documents. Right, absolutely. Yeah. I think it's really good to explore all these ideas and to go out and, uh, and think about it. Like, I just watched a documentary about incels. It's called TFW No GF. It's actually on Am – you don't even need Amazon Prime. It's absolutely free. They're doing it for their South by Southwest Festival. And they just released it on Amazon, so you can just go watch it. You don't even need a Prime membership. What is it called? Um, TFW No GF. All right, send me that title, and I will include title. the link. Yes. Yeah, it's so actually a really. It, it's it, the, I will say this much about the documentary: not that great, but the conversation that can be had after the documentary, because we just did one over at ZooBox about it, and mm -hmm. it's a. It, it really led to like a very interesting conversation about where we yeah. are in society. I liked it. So I will text the title. So lots of lots of letters, no girlfriend. Yeah. T F W no G F. It's in, and it's only available till Wednesday. Oh. So tomorrow. Yeah. So it's only for like a week thing that they did. <laughs> all right, I gotta get festival. this bitch up. Yeah, I'll yeah. have to watch it tonight too then. Um all right, we'll, we'll discuss it. There goes my Cinco de Mayo, thanks. Hey. All right. So so we are talking about dragged across concrete. Yes. Lots of letters, no girlfriend. Yes. All and right. fan mail. And fan mail. All right. I say, I say we do dragged across concrete as our solid next one for you two to watch. And then we really need to rely on the fans to give Bill slash Will the way ahead after that. All right. And if they don't give us something, then we will watch both Charlie and the Chocolate Factories. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could just get high on action. Just, you know what we could do? Um, <clears throat> um, <laughs> we we could also. I really like the idea of um, of picking specific episodes of a specific series. Like, let's say it's episode seven, season three of The Sopranos, but one like with zero context. If you've never sure. watched The Sopranos, this is the this is your one episode. I've never seen Sopranos. I've only oh. seen the first season, and I just always yeah. meant to go back. It's a great show. It's a great show. Um, James Gandolfini, famous. Frank Vincent. I mean, like it's it's got so many awesome, awesome uh, character actors. In he just passed uh, a couple of years ago, didn't he? James Gandolfini, uh, yeah. five or six years ago. Yeah, well, great, hell of an actor. Hell of an actor. Um, yeah. But he's he's fantastic in it. I mean, I'm trying to go back and think of anything James Gandolfini wasn't great in, um, and and the best that I can do is um, is Pee Wee's Big Adventure. 
Oh my god, I haven't seen that movie since I was a kid. Yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't in it. Was phenomenal. But you know. Oh. Well, with DLC, he could you could make him as Pee Wee. That'd be pretty fucking Yo, hilarious. You could, be the, you could be the put, couch. The couch. You could put Tony Soprano as Pee Wee and Pee Wee's Big Adventure, and then you could put Pee Wee as Tony Soprano. I'm just saying, if someone's not working on this technology, <laughs> someone needs to be working on this technology. I don't the know. The Koreans already are. They've, they've got it figured yeah. out, and it's and it's running smoothly. Like we need to, we need to make sure that North Korea doesn't doesn't attack South Korea, so we can get these great movies. Um, with didn't the, didn't with their North superior... Korea just kill a couple guys? But the DMZ? Yeah, I'm sure they had a cough. Um, yeah. <laughs> now I, I did read that there were there was some um, some fire exchange um, at uh, at the demilitarized zone, so it's clearly not that demilitarized. Yeah. Which, yeah. And... Which, which, by the way, the demilitarized zone is a terrible name for a place with that many landmines. Well, yeah. Landmineville. Yeah, Landmineville but, probably yeah. would have been a more appropriate name. Ooh, then you throw USA at the end. Landmineville, USA. Why not? We could have bought yeah. it. We could buy yeah. it. Uh, we probably own Korea. Landmineville, USA of South Korea. Yes. Yes, it's got to be long because and, and it's yeah. still theirs. Like we got, we're just we're just open yeah, in there. Yeah. That's like McDonald's. <laughs> just... All I'll right, go. go ahead. Uh, no, I I think we're I think we're pretty good. I think we yeah dragged got... across concrete. This was this was a solid hour. I mean, we didn't go yeah. two hours and get completely lost in the sauce. So we're doing better. Yeah, we're Getting we're good. doing much better. We're we're yeah. keeping our tracks. Um, all right. So dragged across oh. concrete. I, I can jump on that train. Tracks, train, train to Busan, full circle. Are <laughs> there any other good train movies? Uh, I did, um, the Taking of Felhem 316. Taking of, or one, two, three. Taking of Pelham yeah. 1, 2, 3. There are two yeah. of them, by the way. There, there is. are two okay. Taking of Pelham's 1, 2, 3s. Uh, one of them, the, the, the old school one, uh, not Martin Landau, but one of the, uh, Walter Matthau. Uh, Walter Matthau, uh, he plays the Denzel Washington role. And it's also, it's also where they came up with, uh, where, where Quentin Tarantino stole the idea for like Mr. Pink and Mr. Blue and Mr. So-and-so. Yeah. Great um, Reservoir Dogs. We need to do that at some point. Well, is that on, uh, is that on Prime? That, that, we'll we'll look it up. They got a bunch of shit on, of Tarantino stuff on Netflix. Um, we've got the Kill Bills one and two. Um, no. No? Okay. I don't I'm hard pass for me. No? I don't know. The the animation in, in Kill Bill was pretty fucking fire. I'm not no. no. I will leave the podcast right now. That's <laughs> I'll pull a Dan and just hang up. So Hey dude, listen, that's a great movie. Those are great movies. I love Kill Bill, but Really? Yeah. Uh, you know what? For the sake of this podcast, if you guys really want because How, I what's to hate about it? It's awesome. I'm it's curious. Serious. I want to make him watch it and add a shit on him. Just to see yeah, yeah. why. So I've I've seen both and I hated both. If I need to rewatch them, I will rewatch them and then we can rehash this. But I say uh, that's an argument I want to fucking have. It's giving, I will it's, fucking, I it's love giving me heart palpitations right, right. now. <laughs> so we're gonna do drag the con- across concrete. <laughs> okay. In the interim, and then we'll follow that up with Kill Bill Volume One. Okay. And then in the next episode, after we figure out the next movie that we've got to watch, uh, it'll be that and Kill Bill 2. 
and then oh. we can kind of we can dedicate a full episode to figuring out what's wrong with Scott. Yeah. Well, oh, I can tell you that right now. I no, mean, no, nope, nope, nope. we're going to save that for the podcast. How many people do me lined up for that? I can. We got to we got to monetize. Uh, <laughs> we got to figure out a way to monetize your being. Wrong. All right. <laughs> All right. So All be right. It. So before we get out of here, who do you need to thank, Dan? Well, I'm going to thank El Jefe for being a, always a good, strong supporter. Go check out ASCSupplements.com. And if you are going to purchase, get the promo code. Use the promo code ZB20 for 20% off of your final order. And uh, fantastic products. Also, come check us out at Zoobox Podcast, available on all streaming services. And come to our YouTube channel. We make funny videos. And we love you. All right, so I'm going to tell you that if you're going to take those fine supplements that my friend Dan is recommending, you should do it while you are wearing a really cool Iron Asylum t-shirt available one of those too. at the ironasylumgymak.com. All right, get yourself over there. I believe it's free shipping over $20. Uh, maybe it's 100 I don't know, but it's, it's, uh, shipping's not going to be the, it will be the least of your... Uh, your issues. They make great uh, athleisure wear, I believe is the term. Uh, comfortable for if you're not going anywhere or you're going to the gym. Hi, pregnant lady. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, if you're looking for comfortable clothes to, to represent a very cool veteran-owned gym, that is a very, very cool series, a line of clothes, um, and support a very yeah. cool uh, veteran-owned gym during a time where it's kind of a pain in the ass to go to the gym. But wear something yeah. comfortable. Yep, yep. Nonetheless. I can't. Hey, I'm going to as I'm And thank you, Bill. Uh, you guys motivated me to talk to human beings on this format. So that's my. It's, it's, it's always fun, dude. Yeah. Not to mention, go check out the Scotty Verse episode Ooh. two on Zoobox we did the other night with uh, another good friend of ours and uh, yes. a couple people we had. It's called Boogaloo. The Boogaloo, yeah. which is actually a Spanish dance, if yeah. you didn't know. So we're just trying to open the world <laughs> up to Harry Belafonte. It was it was yeah. also the sequel uh, sequel to Breaking Breaking to Electric Boogaloo. Oh shit! See? What are you talking about? Full circle, full circle, man. <laughs> yeah. All right, things beautiful. Thank you, Bill, for having me on, as always. always. Dan, it's yeah. always a pleasure. Scotty, thank you so much for, uh, for being a part of this. Ladies, always. gents, others, thanks for hanging out. Last word. <laughs>